In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of pro wrestling fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm, I'm excited. Um, I'm curious if we go more off the rails than Sunday, but I am excited to find out if we go off the rails more than Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be tough, but um, we have proven to rise to that challenge before. So, <laughs> um, uh, Before we get into anything, I'm going to mention, of course, that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnusco Podcast Network, so make sure to go and check out some of the other shows on the network. You can head to tatnusco.com and click on the um, network tab, and you can see all the shows that are on there uh head over listen to a bunch of them and then come back here because we love having you around here if you are new to the fantasy booking show um it's pretty simple we're gonna take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often unlikely scenario in the world of professional wrestling we don't talk about them in advance so our answers are going to be entirely off the cuff um so that's great i'd like to remind everyone to make sure to like share and subscribe so you get notified as soon as a new episode is posted and share it with your friends so more people listen to it you can also support us on patreon.com slash raw and order wbu or through our merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order wbu that's so exciting that we have a merch shop <laughs> yeah I love it. So um, if you do decide to support us on Patreon, there are some sweet perks like our Discord server, commercial-free episodes, voting on classic pay-per-view reviews, monthly Ask Me Anythings, um, all sorts of cool stuff there. Uh, even the ability to be invited on this very show to challenge us to book something in your fantasy booking fantasies. So, uh, But we will go ahead and just get into this week's fantasy booking because I have a feeling that at least my challenge might uh, take us a while. Are you going first? Is that what you're suggesting? Or I'm, uh, well, um, I'm suggesting either one of us can go first. I'm just making sure you know that our my side might take there's, a little bit longer. There's going to be some time restrictions on your side. Yes. So if you want, we can get mine out of the way, and then you can go to yours. Or if you'd rather go first, that's fine, too. Either one's fine by me, man. I I am a I'm a team player. Well, then we'll playa. just do playa. We will just do a tag team match, playa. <laughs> um, that's that's my best. I missed Teddy Long. <laughs> uh, so we'll just start with me, my okay. challenge, because it's it's kind of co-op. And originally, of course, uh, no JLB this week, um, as you can tell by him not chiming in and saying it's me, it's me, it's the JLB. Uh, <laughs> Or me upsetting him by making fun of his, it's me, it's me, it's JLB. Uh, but so my challenge was originally based on having you two kind of duke it out, but it works just fine if I'm one of them too, because there's there's a little bit of um, off the cuff no matter who's. So the challenge is this. This last week, there have been a lot of rumors going around on the Twitter sphere that WWE is finally planning on doing another 
evolution event, whether it's a live television show, like them taking over Raw or SmackDown to do an all-women's show there, or whether it's a full-on pay-per-view. Uh, but there's a lot of speculation that they're going to do one. So the challenge I have is is I need to book a cross-promotion evolution. So here's the twist, though. We're booking against each other. So we're going to book six matches, alternating who gets first pick. Um, and we're going to try to put together six matches, including wrestlers from any promotion. Now, even though I'm calling this inter-promotion, you're not limited to picking someone outside of your current promotion. You know, so if, so if I pick someone from WWE, you could still pick a WWE wrestler, right? Okay. Um, Is there time machines involved? Um, no, I'm I'm not gonna do time machines because I I like the idea of it being something that theoretically could happen. Uh, now. So that's that's why I I told you to go and load up last year's PWI list. Yeah, and I have that loaded. The reason I ask if there's time machines is there's a particular wrestler who ranked number one on that, who's number one in all of our hearts still, mm-hmm. that is pregnant. True. Um, I'm allowing that because okay. there are a couple other on on that particular list that are not currently wrestling, but they are all still in current wrestling condition i mean even talking her being out pregnant you know yeah tessa is, is not currently with a promotion ronda rousey's not currently mm. on a promotion so on and so forth um there's there's a lot of those but are there because... legal issues pending for anybody maybe that's the other <laughs> thing i should ask too uh uh none, none that i can think of but my my point still being that since this is all fantasy of course this event we could argue this event is taking place more than nine months out from now, which would give plenty of time for a lot of these Tessa things. time to change the things that happen. Tessa time for it to cool off a bit so that people don't think she's poison. <sighs> I, I seriously She may very well be poison, just so everybody knows. Yeah. Well, here, here's the deal. She, she very well might be a not nice person, um, but compared to some of the other stuff that people have been accused of recently, I have no doubt she's going to find herself on a roster here soon. Anyways, um, whereas there are there are a few uh, male wrestlers who I do not see uh, showing up on a roster anytime soon. Uh, but so because of that, we will go ahead and get started on this six total matches with uh, us alternating. And, you know, I am going to go ahead and say that you can go first. Are we booking them in the order of the evening, chronological order of the evening? I think that's fair to do. I think that's fair, yeah. Okay. And we, and we don't we don't have to avoid other people's wrestlers, it sounds like. So um, I am going to go with a women's Ultimate X match six-person women's ultimate x match to open up the evening and i'm opening this evening this way for a very specific reason um that person is going to get a number one contender shot for the next pay-per-view it will not be same night pay-per-view um this paper this match will include um do i have to include all titles by the way no you can have it for a title should you want, because uh, stakes are important. But I I think that for the the sake of this, I think I'm gonna make it like treat it more like it's like it's uh, is it called glimmer? 
Shimmer, women's Shimmer, wrestling. Yeah. Shimmer. And so I'm going to treat it as though there's just a tag title, just a uh, championship. Um, and it's, I'm not going to name a specific championship. I'm just going to say who the people are in those matches. So um, this would be for a number one contenders. Um, it is going to include in this six person match uh, Riho, Kyrie Sane. Um, ooh, I like Bianca Belair in that too. That'd be a lot of fun. Bianca Belair. Okay, okay. Before you before you go on, I'm gonna remind you the rules that I had where you were gonna pick half and I was gonna pick the other half. Oh, so I picked the first so, match and so I picked three three people and yes, you picked the other that, that was the way I had it intended. Okay, so like so, Okay, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So yeah. in, in one-on-one matches, we'll just pick one person each. One person okay. each, yes. So then I'm going to pull Belair off and put an Ember Moon on. Riho, Kyrie Sane, Ember Moon. Assuming Ember Moon is not injured. And and is this a, a this is a one-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one match? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. winner the winner of the Ultimate X gets up to the middle, gets uh, mm-hmm. basically a, a uh, money in the bank, but it's not money in the bank because it's not a ladder. It's the Ultimate X. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't like a trios tag. I just wanted nope. to make sure. So, um, let's see here. So for my three entrants, I am going to do perfectly. Um, I'm gonna do Candice LeRae. I she am was going on the list, just so you know. Yeah, I am gonna do the the tough thing with this first one is having so many women in it but knowing that we've got five more matches to... Uh, I understand, but you also want to kick off with a bang, and that's why yeah. I did that. Well, no, and, and I get that. I just, like, I, I want to make sure that we're we're stacking it with great wrestlers, but at the same point, there are certain wrestlers that I'm like, oh, I'd really do... No, I want to hold them for later. So... Um, it's the lack of, you know, Bailey, Sasha, uh-huh. Asuka, Rip Baker. So... Nyla Rose. Um, Shotzi. Shotzi will be number two. I love that. And then for my third person in that, um, and I might actually... Who was your go. first person again? Uh, Candice LeRae. Okay, that's right. Um, for my third person, just debating. Like I said, I, I had him load up a, a the PWI 100 from last year, but there are a lot of people who are not necessarily on that. Um, right. And so um, I'm just trying to do do some deciding because well, especially since like it's tough to put like a Nyla Rose in an ultimate ultimate X or mm-hmm. uh, an awesome Kong or uh, even a Diana Perrazzo isn't really known for high flying and, and climbing yeah. around. That plays into it as well. Um, oh, I think I want to hold her for later too. That's why it's so tough here. Um, I will do so tough. Um, Penelope Ford. I like it a lot. All so, right. um, I think if we that six. I think the. I think. I think that match as a whole favors Kyrie Sane, but I don't think she needs it to be a title contender. Uh, who do you? Who, who would you think? Who would you throw as a win winner? Um, you know, for me, I think. I think either Kyrie or Penelope Ford makes sense for potentially winning that Kyrie because she's known for her flying or specifically her elbow drop, which is phenomenal. Oh, it's so beautiful. Um, I like Penelope Ford 
though from the same she's very athletic but she kind of would go into this as an underdog um i also like candace LeRae, but at the same point i don't think she necessarily needs to win this you know candace LeRae has shown a lot that she doesn't have to win a match to necessarily come out of it looking like roses you know what i mean sure so so that's why i think i think probably Kyrie winning i think her winning makes a lot of sense um i just don't think she needs that style of match to win yeah um but yeah that does make a ton of sense mm-hmm. who was my third person i had riho Kyrie, and i don't remember. ember moon ember moon oh Which she, i don't know man that's probably the one i put that win could i i wouldn't argue with that necessarily but i would go with Kyrie myself fair enough fair enough all right you pick the next match and, and stakes and style yes so um, the next match, after the tough thing coming after an Ultimate X-style match is no matter what you do for the next match is going to be some sort of a um, a slower, a letdown yeah. sort of a thing. So you got to have something that uh, can stand up to but be a very change of pace from... Yeah, absolutely. From something like that. So instead of doing some like crazy, crazy gimmick match... Sort of thing. I think the next one need, just needs to be a, a basically straight wrestling match. No, you mean ex- the greatest women's wrestling match ever? Possibly, um, maybe not, but possibly. And so I'm thinking uh, this is a great spot for for a, the female version of a big hoss battle. Okay. So it's going to be a straight wrestling match. No, I mean it's not going to be like limited to being like straight wrestling they can do whatever they want but it's not going to be a gimmick match um so this is just going to be a one-on-one for this one uh but big hoss is kind of my thought process so i'm going to start with jordan grace Uh, grace uh and uh that i just think having a a you know come down match that's just a straight wrestling match with a powerhouse i mean jordan grace can throw people around uh and and i think that would be fun to have and i don't necessarily think we need to have stakes on this this could be more of a personal grudge match sort of a thing big big woman wanting to prove uh who's the best so so jordan grace versus i'm i'm torn there's a couple of them that, that make sense here um be a good return for awesome kong um since she's been out for a while uh i really 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 love the idea nyla here um i just think nyla nyla brings a lot to the table still in that match um but i think i'm gonna go with I think I, I'm trying to figure out if, if we're going to have this person, one of these other ones in another, in one of the other mid matches. Um, if we're going for power, I don't know. Like I kind of want to put me. So what I'm torn between is Rhea and Mia, uh, Rhea Ripley and Mia. Yeah. Um, I think I want to hold Rhea Ripley back for, another match so i'm gonna say mia yim and then there's mercedes martinez too crap (laughs) no i want mercedes to be in in whatever match it is with Rhea. so i'm gonna say mia yim okay who has who adds a little bit of speed to that said power it does it does um i i personally would say that this is uh to me a fairly clear-cut jordan grace victory in the end 
Um, but I am kind of a Jordan Grace mark, so. Yeah, and that's fine. I just, I didn't want to be a cliche power person by saying, you know, Nyla. I mean, uh, I think I think if you had Nyla and Awesome Kong together in the tag team match, you could really add some entertainment to that. <laughs> and, and it allows you to, uh, I don't know, offset them a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, so moving on to match number three. Match number three. Uh, I think we're going to hold the two titles for the last two matches, and, and I'll let you have your pick on, on which one you're going to do, and I'll do the other one. So we're going to do another another head-to-head. Um, I think we're, we'll do a tag team. You can develop whatever tag team you want. Um, make it realistic. I mean, don't make it like Ruby Riot and Becky, because that's just silly. Um, and... Uh, I think I wanted. I think I wanted it as an elimination. There's so many good wrestlers here that I. I think we're missing out if we don't do four in this in this match. Yeah. Um, I also think that we need an elimination because because I don't want any cheap stuff. So my first team is going to be the Iconics, and I think you knew that was coming. Uh, <clears throat> my second team. Um, I wanted to do a Legends match too, and I didn't. So I'm going to actually take, and I'm going to put together an old tag team from back in the day. And this is going to be Madison Rain and Angelina Love is the second tag team. The beautiful people is what they were called back in the day. Okay, so I I don't think I'm going to go with any fully formed tag team. Okay. Um, I was kind of hoping you were doing Jessamine, Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir, so, but that's fine. Well, yeah, I'm not saying they're ruled out, but they in in NXT they don't wrestle as a team super often. So so that thing. But I think um I think I'm gonna have to go with so so often that's the tough thing with this, like I said before, is there's there's like people I'm like, Oh, I wanna do her, but then I'm like, Oh, but she would make more sense in one of the, well, one wait, of the later card ones. Crap, that- so means I just eliminated those ones from the tag team title match. That's all right. I can deal with that. Yep. So, um, I am going to do, um, I really hope my mic is picking up the, the crickets right now while it's silent. It, it sure was, but I think the, um, <laughs> remove silence will, <laughs> will remove a bunch of those. Wow. It just adds so much to that silence that you're waiting for. Okay. So, um, Okay, so my first tag team is going to be, uh, it's going to be two smiley ones. Well, sort of smiley. Smiley right now. But one of them, of course, is uh, Smiley Kylie Ray because she's awesome. And um, now that she's on Impact, I at least get to see her some. Um, I don't know what happened with her in AEW. Um, That's between her and, you know, everyone else. Um, But I'm happy she at least got someplace and and we get to see her so and then the other one is going to be Allie. Oh, I really thought you were going Bailey there. Okay. I I I thought about it but but I don't know. I like the idea of Allie. Uh especially if she's in her current AEW persona, not the bunny or yeah. any of that. You know what I mean? Um when when she's allowed to be be smiley Allie, she's can be a ton of fun. So Alley tormented by Brandy Rhodes was one of the best storylines they mm-hmm. had. And and it's interesting, they're kind of hinting at it now, except they're tag partners. Okay. And they're calling themselves the Nightmare Sisters, which uh 
which is really weird because they're not. Anyways, so um, and then my other tag team, um, because the fun thing with this is making sure you try to choose as often as you can cross cross promos because that's that's just a ton of fun. So. Oh, that could be fun. that could be fun. Okay, they 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 don't have a ton of uh, connection uh, because one is Japanese and one is Chinese. Okay, but I think uh, their styles could be fun Zaya. to pair together. Oh God, you're putting Zaya in. This is fantastic. I'm you excited. are correct. Zaya Lee and Yuka Sakazaki. Oh, that might be the one that wins it. <laughs> I I, I want. I want the Iconics to perform well in this, but that that's a great team. I think that sounds like so much fun. Zaya with her hard-hitting kung fu-based, uh, and then Yuka Sakazaki with her magical girl flying all over the place crap. Um, now, at this point, we have to address the fact that we are three matches in, and we have had some really great wrestlers still left. Yes. We've got EO still in there. We've got Becky Charlotte, um, Shayna Baszler, who's back now, Tessa Blanchard. Uh, I'm going to leave Ronda Rousey out. I don't think either of us consider her an exceptional wrestler. Um, Tony Storm's still in. Sasha Banks, Taya Valkyrie. Oh, Taya would have been perfect for that match. Taya, my thing with Taya is I keep thinking that she would be so much better in a, a more main event match. Maybe not main event, but something kind of you know what i mean yeah, so earlier with her against jordan grace what a fun match that would have been oh yeah. the the only reason that i didn't kind of push towards that is because i mean frankly we've seen it in impact it is a ton yeah. of fun but you know because they're both on impact we can see that often, anytime so. um i'm gonna stick with mia that's all right we still got lacey evans we still got rosemary we still got b Priestley. we still got nikki cross yep. still got alexa bliss i mean there's a lot of Big names still available here. Mm -hmm. Baker, Bianca Belair, Ruby. Yeah. God. So so moving on to match number four, I think it's only fitting to do a a big style match to help uh, use a lot of names. Okay. So I am Are thinking Gauntlet. I was thinking a Gauntlet. You mentioned elimination earlier, so there's part of me that thinks just an elimination or a rumble style. Okay. Um, like 10-person like so, over the top rope type thing. Yeah, so I'm thinking... we got to make some stakes for that. Yeah. I'm thinking, let's see. This is the other reposition for that triple threat that'll happen on the next pay-per-view? Sure, that makes sense. Whoever wins this... So it'll be a triple threat in the next pay-per-view. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Okay. That makes sense. So, so I'm just trying to decide how many people I want to put in this. Yeah, you decide, man. This one could be because I think we alternate on this one. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We alternate back and forth on this. Um, what do you think? And I middle, part of like this part, is a much stronger middle of the cards than most people would ever get. Yeah, there's part of me that's thinking 20, but then part of me thinks just like 14 would be better. Uh, Take a pick. Let's let's go all out. The, it could be the twenty-one. You could have uh, the AEW style battle royal. Um, I just think twenty. Let's just do twenty okay. here. Okay. So, um, so we will alternate here on the twenty. Um, and I'm gonna say this is a a rumble style where they don't all start out in the ring. So it's okay. entry order we're going in. Okay. Um, uh, over the top rope elimination. 
And we are going to start. It always works good for these to start off with someone who's got a little bit of a name behind them. Okay. Um, so for this one, EO. Good play. Um, the second entrant into the ring is the goat, Mickey James. And yes, for those who are listening who don't think that she's the goat, look at her whole career. She's the goat for women. Mm-hmm. I am thinking number three into the ring, um, Ruby Riot. This makes a good spot for her. Chris Statlander. Good choice. Um, She's going to be a squashable person, though, so that's okay. Yeah, well, she she can be the one who, who makes a little bit of a run, and but because she entered early on, she can't. Yeah can't make it all the way um number five entry this one's gonna be a little bit out there okay um she, i don't think she's going to win but uh casey catanzaro in a rumble we've already seen her in the women's royal rumble but have she's... her take out one somebody who's a who's a big person mm-hmm would be yeah. fun. And then and then do the Kofi spot, you know, where she miraculously avoids getting eliminated. Yeah. Um but then she's done it that. before. Yep. Um absolutely. Okay. So, um I'm gonna go with Bianca Belair. Okay. Um I think this this would be a good time to bring in uh someone Someone off the kind of the indies. She's currently wrestling in NWA. I'm going Thunder Rosa. Okay. I think this is a good spot for Leva Bates to come in and be a quick elimination. I almost did Leva too. Uh, Alexa Bliss. Wow. Doesn't have her in a title. <laughs> uh, There's just so many women that I, I just can't. You know, like there are so many as much as I like Alexa Bliss right now, there's so many on this list that I couldn't put in the title shot before her right now. Living up to a namesake for somebody who can really add some entertainment here um, and adds a completely different picture to this is Jessica Havoc. Awesome. Awesome. She is a ton of fun. Ton of fun. Um. She- Ring without everybody going over the top row because everybody will run in fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do I want to do? I'm going to do Rosemary here. Okay. I think we're getting close enough to the end that we have lots of people in the ring. This person won't be easily eliminated. They also need to not be the last one in um, because I don't think they should be the winner. And I'm going to go with Nyla Rose. Excellent. Um, I am going to follow Rosemary coming in with B Priestley. Like, in terms of my choices. Oh, I was gonna say no. Neither. She's not. She's not following. But I think I think having having B and Rosemary in the ring could be tons of fun to her. So. Well, without accidentally leaving her out again, I'm gonna make sure that Ty of Valkyrie gets into this match. What are we at? Fourteen. Um. Right now we have each done seven. Yes. So we're at fourteen. Um. I am going to go with. There's a whole lot of thought that has to go into this. Yeah, because yeah. one of these next six picks are probably the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, Deanna Perazzo. Love that pick. Also love it for a potential winner. Uh, and again, for fear of her making it too late, and because she is exceptional, um, I also think she's a very good potential winner 
Mercedes Martinez. Excellent. Taya was also in that category, but I think she can come in earlier and win it than Mercedes can. Um, you know, this this is a good spot to bring someone in uh, who's talented enough who can clean the ring out a little bit without really being the this person is going to win it necessarily. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I think this is a good time to bring in a Tony Storm. God. Also a potential winner. Mm-hmm. But um, not necessarily. I'm going to bring in my version of that, which is um, I don't see as the potential winner, but I see as a really good uh, potential um, potential main eventer because she is a really good always potential main eventer. Always potential main eventer. Lacey Evans. Okay, so two, three, eight, nine. Yep, so two more for this. Um little bit of dead air here as i think god this is harder than i expected it to be but i'm glad i didn't stop it at 14 Uh, oh yeah absolutely we need to get all these people into a match especially when it's a one one one-off event like this um you know i think this this would be a good spot for someone who wasn't on that list uh because she wasn't really well known last year in a shanna that's a really good up and comer Mm -hmm. And because it's the last entrant, I'm going to bring in somebody who is an oh crap person. And a lot of people would think that that, that person best suits Awesome Kong. And Awesome Kong is great. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think Awesome Kong is what Awesome Kong once was. Um, this position where it's an oh crap spot because there's a bunch of people who was already eliminated. It's starting to wither down a little bit. A fresh Rhea Ripley would make everybody say Oh, crap. Okay. So that should be our 20 there, right? Yes. So this one's a lot tougher to say who definitely wins. Um, I really like your Tony Storm spot, but apparently you didn't want her winning it. No, I didn't necessarily say uh, I didn't want her winning it. I was saying that it's a great... It was a great spot to bring someone in who could clean a bunch of house, but but wasn't a guarantee. That's kind of what I was saying there. You know what I mean? If you brought if you brought in like um, Tessa Blanchard at that spot. Yeah, I think I think the closest to those were Tony Storm and Taya Valkyrie. I think those Mm -hmm. were the two closest to being like, oh, that person will definitely win. Mercedes Martinez is in that category. But Mm -hmm. um, I think having all them at the at the same time kind of eliminates Mercedes first. Um, you put EO in early enough. No, you didn't put EO in no. at all. Nope, she was in. She was my first one. EO. So you put EO in early enough that that's not an obvious winner, you know? Yeah, I was um, kind of planning on her being the Iron Woman of it. You know, lasting and, and is outlasting everyone, but not. She absolutely winning. could. Okay, that's fair. Um, if I was gonna throw a vote to to who I I would like to see win, um, you know, I, I, realistically, I think we've already mentioned the, the best names for it. Um, but I I really really like the idea of a potential championship match that includes well a, a f- this ending with a final four of Rhea um, Rhea what do we have Rhea Taya Tony and you know maybe even eo still in there um but eo just being exhausted at this juncture yeah that's 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 a very good final four 
Um, and then I'll let you pick the winner of those four. I, I you could also put Statlander up there in the same makes it she maybe she makes it, but maybe maybe makes it to the final six, but kind of like EO. But well, then she's just B. Her know? and EO, EO both battling out because they've been battling this whole time, mm-hmm. and and you know one of the other larger, stronger women uh, in, like, Taya comes along and eliminates them, which opens up for Taya to easily be eliminated because she's too busy celebrating the fact that she just got rid of two that late. Mm-hmm. You know, something but like I that. Think, I, think, I think the final being, the final two being Rhea and Tony, Tony Storm, yeah. um, does some great callbacks to their uh, NXT UK yeah, back and absolutely. forth there. Um, God, jeez, I just don't know. I love Tony I, Storm. Yeah, I get it. Either one of these you pick is fantastic. Mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and with Tony Storm. Both of them are physically capable of doing the um, HBK. You know, pull my feet back over the rope. I think Tony Storm's more capable of that, and Rhea is a little bit more known for powerhousing. So, so you can almost do a throwback to um, British Bulldog HBK Royal Rumble. So I think I'm going with Tony Storm winning it, but I think that that leads a little bit of chicanery up. Uh, Rhea Ripley, she's kind of been lost in NXT recently, and I think it's because they decided they wanted her to be a face when she wasn't really a face. She wasn't a heel by any means. She was a face because she beat Baszler. Yeah, but but the you know in NXT UK, her whole character was just I'm. I mean, she was basically Shayna Baszler over there, um, yeah. and and then she comes over here, and now she's they have her smiling too much, and that's that's just not the character that we want to see her play, I think. And so, yeah, when she's a, because she's about to do something evil, that's, that's when it's better. Her. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I I like the idea of her losing again to Tony Storm, uh, and maybe this this taking her back and her getting her edge a little bit again. Okay, four matches down, final two. So this this comes down Do to our, our tag titles or the championship match. I I will I will do whichever you leave for the main event. Well, I I am a firm believer that the championship match should be the main event. Okay, so I will do I, the the championship. So I you got to have in the tag match. Um, I am going to have. A free bird rule in effect, and I'm going to have four horsewomen of MMA. Free free bird rule in effect. You pick. Um, Shayna Baszler will be one of them, and you, and they will at event name the other person, and that other person will probably be. Uh, oh, I don't really want Ronda back, so I'm going to go with Marina Shafir. <laughs> In fact, I want them to be threatening the four horsewomen, and then it's not actually the four horsewomen. It's just three of the four. So, to have Baszler and Shafir versus... Man, you took I can't believe Nikki's still in play right now. I really thought about her for, for the uh, Battle Royal, the, the Rumble. But there just wasn't a place where I was like, yeah, she fits there perfectly. Well, the only time she really fits is, is opposing Jessica. Jessica Havoc. For a little bit of crazy twice. <laughs> like, so, um, and suddenly there's Nikki Cross. <laughs> so, in terms of the tag team challenging, 
Naomi and Dana Brooks. No! <laughs> JLB's not here. <laughs> that doesn't get to happen. Okay. That would so, have been fun. with Sarah Logan. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Sorry. So we're going to go cross brands for this tag team. Oh, I'm excited. Um, well, maybe cross brand. I guess we don't really know. Okay. We're doing Sasha Banks. Okay. And we don't know where she's going to end up, but I think Tessa Blanchard and Sasha Banks. Uh, Contrasting it, styles. I like it. It, it helps uh, over that. And, and the whole thing can be, um, you know, Baszler and Shafir out there. And Banks says, like, she could be a mystery opponent, right? And Sasha is like, like, yeah, well, you guys decided to bring the horsewoman there, so I figured I'd bring a horsewoman of my own. And then everyone thinks it's going to be Charlotte Flair, but no. It's going to be a person who has more claim to the horsewoman name than any of the other women out there. I like it. That's or right. equal equal mm-hmm. claim to her dad. I, I, yeah, yes, I am. Flair. But she could say it that way. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's turned on the floor so I'm in pro wrestling. Yeah, I like it. So so that's where I would go there. Tessa and Sasha versus Baszler and Shafir. That sounds like a good match. I'd pay money for that. I would absolutely pay money for that. And the, the funny thing is you could have other partners because of the mm-hmm. full course women set up. Exactly. So when we leave out somebody like Jessamyn Duke, who I am afraid is going to break a bone every time she's in a match. <laughs> Oh, oh my lord oh <laughs> yeah. um yeah i feel about jessamine duke like i feel about uh uh casey cattens i'm just like don't hit him too hard you're gonna break your arm <laughs> please i God, I, so I, I get that same feeling anytime uh montez ford of the street profits is in there not for upper body entirely for lower body <laughs> like have you seen that guy's ankles yeah, they're they're wood dowels. <laughs> I'm always constantly worried he's going to come off that rope. And I mean, if if Sid Vicious was able to snap a leg with his big old meat sticks, um, <laughs> oh no no uh, don't do that. Oh, uh, okay, you're still okay. <laughs> oh, right. oh oh okay, it came out okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, this this one's a hard one to talk about. Who would win though? Oh, I love the idea of the four horsewomen going down, four horsewomen of MMA. Um, I like the idea of, you know, maybe taking out uh, Marina, Marina Shafir um, together and Jessamyn Duke real quick, real quick on the sidelines. Maybe even Becky or Charlotte or Bailey interferes. Bailey be a good one to have out there because I don't think either of us have her in the championship match. Nope. Uh, so Bailey takes out Jessamyn Duke to prevent her from being involved, and then you know they they gang up on on Marina Shafir, thus neutralizing the Shayna Baszler effect. Yeah, and and that's how I would go with it. Um, but there is something to be said for the Shayna Baszler effect, and we all enjoy watching her just kick the crap out of a lot of people. So <laughs> I think I think having Sasha and Tessa win that one does make sense though yeah so now we're down to the final match of the night the main event now if you really wanted to throw a curveball at us at both of us there's a lot of still very good names out there 
What a nightmare to have to pick one. <laughs> yeah, that's the nightmare that I'm sitting here thinking about. And because I don't think I think if there's multiple in it, I think we would we would willfully include Charlotte. But I don't think either of us include Charlotte if it's one on one. No, you're you're pretty right on that. Um, I mean, and that's not trying to knock on Charlotte at all. We're, no, it's I, just we we had, you know, here's the deal. I love macaroni and cheese, but if I ate it for every meal for a week, I might be sick of mac and cheese by the end of the week. Mm-hmm. I think most people are just a little tired of Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So, Anakin, probably the person on this list that is most likely to challenge for the goat position. Very likely, yeah. Um. So yeah, I might I might show my AEW Mark side uh, here for my choice for the main event. World Hikaru title. <laughs> you are, okay, are we are we doing one? It's one on one. Ah, God, it's it, it it's so tempting to make this a fatal four way. But it really the, is. But the other side is, I mean, we've had so many multi person matches tonight. You sure have. That you could also do a gauntlet if you wanted to. And a gauntlet is one on one matches. And you could have a five person gauntlet with random positioning. That's something we never see in pay-per-views. Indeed it is. Um, but no, I think we're going to do this one-on-one. However, it is going to be 30-minute Iron Woman match. I love it. I wish you were so, going to that uh, I just, I, to be perfectly honest, I just look back at all the other stuff we've had tonight, and I think if you had an hour-long main event potentially here, this would be a very long show already. So, so 30-minute Iron Woman match. Karushita going in versus. I'm making sure that I don't miss somebody down low that I think should be higher. Yeah, that's the thing is, keep in mind uh, to those listening, of course, the 2020 list isn't out. So we're looking at the 2019 list, which as of right now is what? I can't even remember what. Uh, There's a part of me that wants Scarlet Bordeaux in this. Six months out, out of date. And so there's a lot of people that made it last year on this list um, really low that I think deserve to be higher. And there are some people that aren't even on this list that I think deserve to be on the list. So Um, realistically, in in that category of person, um, because we've already used Tessa, we really have, this is what's left. Becky, Charlotte. Theoretically, you can throw Rhonda in there, but I'm not going to. Um... Theoretically, Bailey could be thrown in there, but I'm not going to. So Becky, Charlotte, um, Asuka, Iwatani, which I yeah. would be fun, but I would not probably put her up there um, because of lack of namesake. We've already got mm-hmm. her Cheetah, so we need a stronger namesake, which makes it tough to include, um, oh, where was it? Scarlett Bordeaux, who has a strong namesake, but doesn't have the wrestling skill that the other three that I just mentioned do. Uh-huh. Becky is Prager's. Asuka has namesake, but doesn't have even close to what Becky does. Uh-huh. <sighs> what a tough to say. Oh, and Nikki Cross, uh-huh. who has up-and-comer. Yeah. I mean, you, you go farther down the list, you could argue that Sonya Deville has improved considerably from number 60 in just those last six months. I just don't think she's world title material when we just put Tony Storm in her battle royal for the possibility for it. Mm-hmm. You know? I, or, I understand. Um, Mela has some namesake. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I think 
the big name wins, and I think the man faces Sakara Shida for the championship. And I think I make it Becky just because at the end of the day, you want something on an event like this. You want something that's going to sell, 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 and that sells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to argue other than putting Becky in there. I mean, you go through the list and I, I think Oscar's your strongest option beyond that. And then you just, uh-huh. this isn't to sound racial or anything, but you have an all Asian main event and the draw, unfortunately is a little low domestically. Um, not that that's right, but it is, but uh-huh. that's, that's, that's the facts. Um, Charlotte's a stronger draw and annoys so many of us that she's always in the title match, title picture. So, um, yeah, I, I think I stick with Becky. Well, and like I was saying, I mean, I'm even put an Iron Woman match like no other. Yeah. Well, that's the deal. It's like I'm, I'm going through uh, even like the full rosters for AEW, NXT, all of that stuff. And I mean, like you say, it's really hard to argue someone else uh, above Becky in any way, shape, or form. Um, the strongest and, arguments you have, we've already used. So EO was yeah. in that argument. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tessa would have been Eo, in that argument. Tessa's definitely in that argument. Um, you know, there there was uh, Tony Storm's in that argument. Rhea Ripley's in that argument. But we used a lot of those, and we we intentionally used them so we weren't sitting here going, well, do I use this, 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 yeah. this, this at the end? And, and at the end of the day, not to sound like Vince McMahon, but you got to go with what sells. Mm-hmm. Well, and and there's a something to be said about currently Hikaru Shida is the closest thing AEW has uh, to the face of the franchise for the women's wrestlers. Yeah. And going against Becky Lynch, the face of WWE, uh, there's something to be said about that, the yeah. draw of that sort of a thing. So. Yeah, I mean, um, we could have made a case for Taya Valkyrie. We could have made a case for so many women's wrestlers to be in that championship match. And I think that's a testament to Becky as well, how much over over anybody else she is. Um, there's a lot of talk about Charlotte being the biggest name in, in women's wrestling right now. And I don't think she even comes close to what Becky is. Um, if Becky does come back to wrestling, Becky can easily make the same push that, that – uh, Stone Cold made for being called the goat um, easily because of draw. Stone mm-hmm. Cold Stone Cold is in a goat conversation because of his draw. That's it. He's not a better wrestler than Ric Flair. He's not a better wrestler than, than Chris Jericho. But he is the best draw that's ever happened in pro wrestling. Um, it's it's what makes Goldberg still a big deal. It's what makes The Rock, anytime he comes back, a big deal. Is that draw. And Becky has done that better than I think any woman in history. Yes, yes, yes. God. And that's... And that's why this one becomes so tough to to make the choice for winner, because like I mean it's Becky, right? But, but you know what? Stone Cold only held the title three times. Mm-hmm. But that video is it's like you know, Becky seems like the obvious. Choice. But when is when is wrestling about doing the obvious choice? You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to Sheeta. I I would say Sheeta. Sheeta can carry it with pride, and Becky can can sell another storyline on her working her way back up. I think the the things that Sheeta has that I think help make her be the one that you can choose is uh, she's younger, um, not by a ton. I mean, it's not like Becky Lynch is ancient or anything, but you in a in a business where you put this much you know hard work on your body, uh, 
youth definitely helps out. Um, I also think that from a pure technical skill standpoint, Hikaru Shida wrestles a more technical style, which yeah. definitely is an advantage in Iron Woman matches, you know? Which also means that we have Tony Storm, Hikaru Shida, and Kairi Sane at the next pay-per-view going against each other, which is what a match. Yeah. Yes, please, give me some of that. So we're not upset by any means. And it opens up Becky for a feud with, say, somebody who maybe slightly interfered in this match. Please, not Charlotte. <laughs> and that's the, and, and, you know, the, the funny thing is, reports have it Kyrie Sane's contract is up soon and she is not planning on re-signing with WWE. And that WWE might not have anything for her anyways and might not really go after her for re-signing. So she's soon likely going to be a free agent and reportedly might be thinking about going back to Japan, but um, you know, if AEW came in with a good offer, I could see, you know, Kyrie Sane coming into AEW. Um, so then we just have Tony Storm. Well, there's also reports that WWE is thinking about just folding up the the NXT UK brand in general. The Blues um, Falter, it's a decision. Tony will move, but Walter won't. Yeah, and that's the deal is, you know, if they keep Tony, then that's a great move from them. But along the same lines, they might feel like their roster is pretty stacked already. I mean, the fact that they haven't called Tony over full time to to NXT US says something there. So they're legitimately is. It's a small chance. It's a pretty darn small chance. But there is a chance that in the not too distant future, Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida versus Kyrie Sane could potentially be a, a possibility. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to Vegas and bet on it. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't even call your local bookie and bet on it. This is not a safe bet. I'm 100% saying that. But there is a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. So. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, God, that was a fun one. <laughs> Well, the interesting, it is interesting how difficult it gets when you get down to brass tacks and you know you've left some people out to be there later and you're like, uh, I can't leave them out now because I don't want them necessarily in the finals, you know, in the final match of the night. So, so just going back over our entire booking, we started out with an Ultimate X-style one-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one-on-one. I think that's six there. Um, Riho versus Kyrie Sane versus Ember Moon versus Candice LeRae versus Shotzi Blackheart versus Penelope Ford and I, we both agreed that Kyrie wins that one uh, we went on to just a singles match Mia Yim versus Jordan Grace with Jordan Grace picking up that win uh, a four way tag match with the Iconics versus the beautiful people Madison Rain and uh, Angelina Love versus the Smileys, I guess I'll call them, Allie and Kylie Ray, versus I'm not even going to come up with a name for Yuka Sakazaki and uh, Zia Lee. And I actually didn't write down uh, who, but I think we were thinking Yuka and Zaya for that, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, that sounded definitely like the strongest tag team there. So There's something to be said for the Iconics and their time together, but yeah. So and then we moved on to... Uh, the craziest event, a 20-person rumble. Um, <laughs> entry order went Io Shirai, Mickey James, Ruby Riot, Chris Statlander, Casey Catanzaro, Bianca Belair, Thunder Rosa, Leva Bates, Alexa Bliss, 
Jessica Havoc, Rosemary, Nyla Rose, B. Priestley, Taya Valkyrie, Diana Perazzo, Mercedes Martinez, Tony Storm, Lacey Evans, Shanna, and the final one, Rhea Ripley. And we the kind of out was because it's Tony Storm, because she is the champ. Yes. Um, and then in our co-main event. I guess they would probably call it the tag team championships on the line. Horsewoman of MMA, Shayna Baszler and uh, Marina Shafir versus the horsewomen of professional wrestling uh, plus one in Sasha Banks and Tessa Blanchard. We had Banks and Blanchard picking up that win. And then finally, in the main event, the face of two franchises, Hikaru Shida versus Becky Lynch for the whatever promotion we're going to call this world title. With Hikaru Shida picking up the win, that is a card Yay. that I would, would watch. Watch, yes. Uh, Thrice. Yeah. Yeah. I would subscribe to whatever network just for this show. I would pay the $50 on pay-per-view per person to watch this show, not per television. Yeah. yeah, this would be a great show. I am glad I thought up this challenge. This is a good challenge. I like it. I, I don't mean to toot any horns, but, you know, toot, toot. Um, Dude, that's so vulgar. Why are you going to do that on the air? Oh, it stinks, too. <laughs> um. Anyways, we will move on to your challenge, because we spent uh, about an hour on that challenge. Um, and not quite. We talked a bit before. Anyway, so what do you got for me? I had so much fun doing that, I actually forgot my challenge, so... <laughs> Um, that's how good that was. So I, I got to give you props, you know, just because your review show doesn't do as many listeners as mine does. Hey, which it happens more often. So, hey, now, yeah, you have to get <laughs> double the listeners on yours because you only put one out every three weeks. <laughs> uh, we are trying to fix that, folks. I apologize. There's uh, if you listen to my podcast, the the NXT reviews. Um, or whatever you would call them. Um, there's some personal stuff going on in life that is uh, making that difficult, shall we say. Um, but anyway, um, so uh, I wasn't going to go with an all-women's one. I wasn't going to focus anything on the women. I was going to do kind of a throwback. Um, I just don't remember what the throwback was now. I knew that I was doing a throwback. I just don't remember what it was. Uh, oh, for Pete's sake. Oh, for uh, Pete's sake. Don't you know. Don't you know. Anyway. Um, my heavens. I feel, I feel like JLB right now. I'm totally unprepared for this portion of it, and I've known it was coming. <laughs> um, gosh. Good thing Dead Air can be edited out, huh? <laughs> oh. So we've got Extreme Rules coming up. If we do a throwback, I'm going to throw back to... WCW and I want to book your I want to book a okay so I'm going to I'm going to match up two um, famous infamous we're going to say infamous matches we're going to put them together we're going to do a mashup of infamous matches 
um, from one from WCW, one from from WWE. We're gonna have a three stages of hell lion's den match, and we're gonna pick ten wrestlers to be in the three stages of hell lion's den match. So the three stages of hell match for those who haven't listened to our podcast ever before and have heard us mock the three stages of hell. It was three cages tatted all on top of each other and uh, stacked in a tiered cake format is that yes. probably the best like way a, to put that? like a wedding cake big one yeah. littler and then littlest one on the top <laughs> littlest one was big enough for a couple people to fit in um and then you had to get on top of the littlest cage um to get said title and then you had to make it all the way back down yeah. with said title um so said titles at the top and the um, Lions Den match was a match between I want to say it was Dan Severin and uh, Ken Shamrock, but it might have been Steve Blackman and Ken Shamrock. Do you remember that? I can't, I can't even remember for certain. Kind of like it you, was, it was an octagon, mm-hmm. and there were weapons on the side, like nunchucks, like kendo sticks, like stuff like that. Actual weapons. Right, Steve Blackman. Okay, it was Steve Blackman. Okay, mm-hmm. so that. Although they crazy. also apparently did one Owen Hart versus Ken Shamrock. Oh, it was it was the reason it was a big deal was because it was Shamrock, Shamrock's octagon and Blackman's weapons. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm gonna go with, and that sucks, and that probably should have been first because our other one was really good. <laughs> So if you're tuning out right now, thanks for listening. <laughs> Please visit us at shop.spreadshirt.com backslash raw and order WBU <laughs> or on Patreon or go uh, check us out on the Wix app. Yeah, on the Wix app. Link like will be in the doobly-doo. <laughs> like, share, uh-huh. and subscribe. And now we're going to go ahead and do this, this yeah. challenge. For those of you who are still here, um, <laughs> so you said 10 people total? Yeah, ten people total. Uh, any specific time frame? You said throwing it back, but uh, you can use any era. The time machine. Time machine. Okay, and uh, not really, not specific one promo promotion. Nope. Any promo. Any ten people. Just keep in mind that it's for title number one and number two. Um, that it is that style of match. Give me one second. I'm trying to figure out who I would. Do. Yeah, that. I mean, it sucks as a whole, but it would have been better if we if it wasn't following a very good choice. So, um... Yeah, sure would have, but it's not. <laughs> it, it sure ain't. So, first person I'm putting in, because... It, I and we think, can do this as an alternation if it's, if it's easier. No, I think... I think, uh... I think I can get ten here. Um, I think. Uh, based on the style of the match... Um, there's, there's a fun, um, you know, there are certain people like Hulk Hogan doesn't fit in this style of match. So, no, uh, and no, but I think Macho Man does better than most people would, would say Ma- Macho Man definitely would. Uh, but like Bret Hart really doesn't, this isn't his no. sort of style. So it kind of rules him out. Um, so I am starting off numero uno in this match is Terry Funk. Oh my gosh. Uh, just because That's... weapons, man, come on weapons and the ability to fall 60 feet mm-hmm. um then we of course with uh talking about ability to fall we've got good old mick foley um neither of those do i have winning this 
Uh, that's for certain. No, they're um, there to die. Yeah, they're they're there to basically <laughs> die. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want them to actually die, but that's why they're in these matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I am thinking. Um, you know, in these sorts of matches, it's always fun to have a little guy. Um, and I say little guy, uh, you know, no one in wrestling is truly a little guy compared to the average person in the world. Right. But I think Ultimo Dragon, um, okay. he, he's got all the, the flip de doos. Uh, he doesn't fit the weapon part, but that he makes up for it with speed and, you know, I can, I can do whatever the heck I want sort of a thing. Well, and, and it's, it's your challenge to answer. So literally mm-hmm. do whatever yep. the heck you want. Um, because it's a match that I think someone crazy needs to do. You have to be crazy to be in this. And Brian because Pillman. I've got a time machine, Brian Pillman. <laughs> How did I know it before? Like you say crazy and I immediately go Brian Pillman's in it. Yep, it it's going to be Brian Pillman. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that just makes so much sense, you know, for this. And since I'm in time machine, I can. Brian Pillman's the type to bring a revolver to that match. Mm-hmm. Just out of nowhere, <laughs> on the yes. second row has a revolver. Yes, that wasn't tied to the, the side. I don't know. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> um, also, in a in kind of a yeah, because we're doing time machine and all of that stuff. Um, I think Shane Douglas actually would fit in this really Fair well. Fair enough. I mean, he is he is the goat of ECW. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so what does that put me at? That's five down. So Raven, because this is a time machine match, so I can put Raven in the same ring with Terry Funk and not ha- and and Mick Foley, and it not be entirely out of place. Um, well, it wasn't entirely out of place. It just would have been Terry Funk and Mick Foley not at their best. Yeah, but we need them at their best because they gotta die. I mean, <laughs> sort of. Sometimes oh. you feel like that's how Vince saw them. <laughs> Sometimes you kind of feel that that's how they thought saw themselves, you know? <laughs> um, okay. Because this match is a super crazy match, I think having super crazy uh, in it makes a ton of sense as well. <laughs> I don't I know. If, what was that? Kind of hoping for Jimmy Havoc there. I, I think about Jimmy Havoc. I'm just not sure I'm... I'm just not sure I'm emotionally ready to forgive him and put him in a in this sort of a match as of right now. Yeah, you know, that's modern day stuff in interfering here. I get it, but um, I get it, man. Um, because we have weapons, and I am assuming at least one of them is going to be a kendo stick. Big man, Sandman. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think uh, having this being a Lions Den match uh, and and the three stages of hell match um, all in one it makes a ton of sense to have the reason the lion's den match had all the weapons on the thing in there in steve blackman and so that brings us to the final entry number 10 i'm just trying to think this one's got to be a good one well and remember you also have the guy who was in both still Mm -hmm. available he is not, indeed not still both available. Types of matches, both of the Lions did matches. Mm-hmm. He is still available, so I'm kind of keeping him in my back pocket. But I just feel I, like I think what we have learned thus far in doing this is that if you put crap with more crap, you just get a bigger pile of crap. 
Oh, jeez. I, I have someone I so want to choose. Um, but when you talk about putting crap with more crap, that's exactly what this would be doing. <laughs> oh, but but this match, I got I got to do it. I don't do want to do this. Do it. I, I don't want to do this at all. Uh, Please don't say the blue blazer. No, New Jack. Oh, that was actually worse than the <laughs> dishonoring Owen. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. No, this is. I mean, the the concept of New Jack in this match physically scares me. Um, for the sake of it the other nine series, I don't know. Everyone in the match. Yeah. Um. It 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 makes me physically afraid for. I mean, like we joked about Terry Funk dying, but once I put New Jack in there, that legitimately was on the table. Um. Yeah, it's legitimate that everybody in this match dies, yeah. including New Jack, just for the sake of yeah. having another death. I mean, the the simple fact is Terry Funk was known for working a little stiff sometimes, and New Jack was known for saying, oh, you worked a little stiff? I'm going to legitimately cut you. I am going yeah. to legitimately try to stab you. Oh, I'm sorry about your legitimate life ending. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, Terry Funk versus Mick Foley versus Ultimo Dragon versus Brian Pillman versus Shane Douglas versus Raven versus Super Crazy versus Sandman versus Steve Blackman versus New Jack. <laughs> in, in a three stages of hell lion's den match. Uh, <laughs> poor oh. Ultimo Dragon's a dead man. <laughs> For the world title. Oh, uh, um, so, so I'm just going to ask before all of this gets done, is it Pillman? Is it Blackman? Or is it Pillman? Is it Shane Douglas? Um, or is it Raven that wins the title? Because those are the only ones of those I could even remotely see you putting that on, except for maybe Sandman. Yeah. Um, well, here's the deal. Basically, what I was going to say is we can do process of elimination on a lot of these. Terry Funk and Mick Foley are going to die. Um, and, not, and Not literally, but you might think it when it happens. Yeah. You very well might think it, right? You. So they're, right. they're out of the running for the winning. Um, I think, okay. So, because the rules of the three stages of hell match were very unique in the fact that you didn't just have to climb to the top and get the belt. You also had to survive climbing all the way back down through the three cages and out the door. Yes. Theoretically, uh, you could even have Ultimo Dragon be the one who gets all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he ain't getting back down. But he, yeah, he's not surviving the way back down. But so Terry Funk and Mick Foley are out by this point. Uh, super crazy probably did something super crazy um, and is also out by this point. Uh, Sandman and New Jack, um, New Jack especially, New Jack probably tries to kill two or three people um, during the course of this match, but he doesn't really have a chance of, of getting to the top and getting the belt. That doesn't rule him out of winning, but it really takes him down. So that means we've got Steve Blackman, potentially, Sandman, Raven, Shane Douglas, or Brian Pill. Um, and so the I only think... one I left out here was 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 Steve Blackman in your final five. Yeah. Um, I think I think Shane Douglas and Steve Blackman kind of cancel each other out in many ways. Um, okay. I, I, I see Raven just waiting in the bottom. That's kind of I think what I'm getting at. So <laughs> we have uh, uh, Brian Pillman. I think being crazy and making it all the way to the top and getting the belt and and coming Theoretically down being the champion during that time mm -hmm. 
But the match but, isn't over. But the match isn't over, and he's making his way back down. He crosses paths with an Ultima Dragon who's barely still able to do anything, so Pillman's able to take him out. Um, we still have uh, Sandman running around probably on... May, I'll say he made it up to the top of the first cage, so he's running around up there, but there's no way Sandman's making it all the way to the top. Um, uh, so I I really think we you could have a thing where uh, Sandman takes out Brian Pillman with uh, the good old kendo stick and is wailing on him, and Brian Pillman drops the belt uh, down through to the main, to the bottom floor, uh, where Raven uh, has just been kind of waiting um, sitting there, leaned up against the... Yep. Pouting in the corner. What about me? What about... Ra- oh, what's this? And so Raven... Um, I'm not saying he doesn't do anything in the match. He does a lot in the match. But then when it gets all the way he up to the top... doesn't want to climb. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want to climb. And he feels like, well, I didn't, I didn't get up to the second thing, so maybe I'm going to pout now. But then the belt falls down in front of him, and he just picks it up and walks out. So Raven is your... Now, do you have win- kind of change character out of nowhere where he's like uh, the title <laughs> and run out like I won <laughs> I I don't necessarily think run out but he sees the title fall and kind of does the double take look around and then gets up and picks it up and, and tries to kind of sneak out nonchalantly yeah just kind of nonchalantly walks out I don't even think necessarily sneaks out he just everyone else is basically taken out at this point you know Terry Funk and Mick Foley are both laying in piles Ultimo Dragon's up near the top laying in a pile. Shane Douglas and Steve Blackman are fighting someplace. You know, Super Crazy's laying in a pile somewhere. New Jack's bleeding. Um, most of the other people who dealt with New Jack probably also bleeding. Um, and uh, New Jack actually stole Brian Pillman's gun. <laughs> oh, please no. <laughs> You're the one who put him in, man. I wouldn't have even a lot. Like his name is omitted from wrestling for me. He's he's dark. He is very dark, and that's he's why more, he's he's more out of wrestling, in my opinion, than that one that one bad female wrestler's dad. Yeah. You know, the really bad one that's big, but she's not mm-hmm. good in the wrestling ring. Oh, I know exactly who you were referring to. I really thought of putting him in this match because you know, uh, high things to dive off of. Um, He could super fly. Mm -hmm. He could super jump off. Super fly, because I don't want to give him any more credit than he deserves. Um, I also really thought about Justin Credible. I think Kidman's great. I I think the whole flock coming in and helping Raven win it is great. Mm -hmm. But I could see it trying to climb the cage and not being able to because he's big yeah but i think i think that that uh that took this uh into not a good chicken salad but maybe an (laughs) edible chicken salad i mean like i wouldn't pay money to watch this specific match but if it was intentionally tune out during said match but after people told me about how crazy it was i would probably look it up on youtube Oh, I would. T- if this was on a card um, that had other matches I wanted to see, I would watch this just for the Schadenfreude of it. Uh, I mean, this is a train wreck. This is more. This is like four train wrecks 
all in one. Well, and and way to amplify it with the characters you had. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't even remotely try and make this about Sting and Macho Man fighting at the top over the title. Yeah. Sting coming out of the rafters to get the title with his baseball bat, which would mm-hmm. also be cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. If I wanted to make this like a legitimate, we have to watch this match, right? Then I could have done, um, you know, uh, uh, let's see here. Randy Savage, Shawn Michaels, Jushin Liger, Ricky Steamboat, Sting. Um, Flair. Flair. Flair could probably. Especially Flair. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I think at this point putting Terry Funk in it would still make sense there. Yeah. Uh, just from, from all of that. Um Brock Lesnar. I mean, what a match set up for Brock Lesnar. Possibly. Uh, Dynamite Kid. Oh, yeah. Would have been great in this. Um, Kurt Henning. I mean, the the thing that kind of rules a lot of these people out is the weaponry. You know, I don't want to see Kurt Henning swinging a bat. Um, He's he's Mr. Perfect. He doesn't need that sort of thing. Um, Maybe putting, like, uh, the Road Warriors in it could be fun. But... When you've got when you've got this type of a match, you don't put your big names in it, or at least not your. You know, you, you put the. I hate to say expendables. In it. Well, you put the expendables in the ones where you're like, yeah, I want these people to win, but if they kind of fall and injure themselves and are out for six months to a year, I'll it's understand. Storylines. <laughs> you know, you know Terry Funk dislocating is shoulder and being out for a while yeah that makes sense you know i mean they put mick foley in that hell in a cell match because they're they're like listen if he dies we at the time didn't lose much we're glad he didn't die because he ended up being very important to wrestling over the time but you these crazy matches you kind of put those people who you're like if i have to deal without them for a while we'll be fine (laughs) Uh, oh so hogan yeah hogan um, of course, to do this, I pulled up the PWI top 500 wrestlers of all time list. Um, I don't know how long ago this got put out. Um, it doesn't say how old this particular list is. I don't see many new names on it, but that's fine because we're talking top of all time. A lot of the new people aren't going to necessarily be on it. But I did notice that number 497 is Horace Hogan. Really, PWI? Really? I mean, really? real. I mean, really. really? Right? Like, uh, I mean, I guess he he comes in above the Blue Meanie, El Dandy, and El Gigante. So, I guess, maybe. <laughs> um, Scott Putsky is number 491. Um, I mean, I guess that's not Ivan Putsky, so but I bet you I find him higher on the list. Um so I see a lot of, I just get kind of going through this. And I'm like, really? You put him at whatever? Like, I liked Mikey Whipwreck. I don't know if I would have put him at 459 of all time. Um, I don't know if I would have put Axel Rotten on the top 500 list of all time. Uh, I don't know. May, maybe maybe I just need to watch more of all time wrestling matches. You know what I mean? Brian Nobbs on the top. He's number 409. But I mean, it's not like he's top 100. I don't know. I, I don't know. 409 is, is I mean, he's, in 408 is Alex Wright. And I love Alex Wright. And I don't think I'd put him on the top 500 of all time. Um, God, yeah, I don't know if I could. And that's why I just kind of look at this and I'm like, 
Jeez, I don't know. I mean, they're good and all, but um, like number number three sixty seven is Brian Christopher, who was good. Three hundred sixty seven of all time. Jeez, I just don't know. Yeah, that's pretty high. I think we could name two hundred that that were legit title. I mean, I I I think Vince McMahon is above Brian Christopher. Um. And then, you know, Landstorm being number 322. Well, that's a travesty right there. Yeah, totally should be 467. No. Hey, no. <laughs> Wrong direction. Wrong direction there. Um, I'm just trying, I'm I'm scrolling up to try to see if there's another one that just makes me go, okay, really? Um, but I don't see. Honky Tonk Man at 263. He, he makes it there only based on gimmick because he was not 263 on skill. That's for certain. Um, yeah. All right. Anyways, that's beside the point here. I took I took some, I made some chicken salad. Not good chicken salad, but it was chicken salad. Edible chicken salad. It was edible chicken salad, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't, you wouldn't go back for seconds on this chicken salad, but if someone were to say, here's some highlights from that chicken salad, you probably would watch them. Oh, I most likely would watch them. <laughs> But we will go ahead and move on to our new game, Ring of Honor, AEW, or Impact. This is um, kind of a variation on uh, Fire Push Berry or FMK, or we used to call it Nullify, Vilify, Deify. We're going to uh, give a list. Each of us will give the other person a list of three WWE wrestlers that they need to relocate to a different company, AEW, Ring of Honor, or Impact Wrestling. So I will start off with the challenge for DA Fabe. We are talking former, and I say former in terms of recent past, uh, former WWE Intercontinental Champion. Finn Balor, Dolph Ziggler, and The Miz. Finn Balor, Dolph Ziggler, The Miz. Okay. Dolph deserves to not be regulated to um, to mid-card anymore. And I fear that that would happen at AEW. So um, I am going to put Dolph at ROH. Not because I don't think he's championship material at Impact. I think he's championship material at all three. I just think that the most realistic place to see him be in a championship role, because there's mantras that fit for everywhere else. Um, I think that Dolph goes ROH. Um, I will explain why Finn Balor is not on AEW after I tell you why Finn Balor is on Impact, because I think that on Impact, there is a certain level of aggression that really fits. I also think the demon character fits well there. Um, as somebody who's kind of running roughshod through all the other fake supernatural stuff, and he can act like it's a little more legit supernatural item. I also think that um, anytime I talk AEW or talk Impact, the immediate thought goes to Moose. And Moose and Moose being beaten by Finn Balor for the title is a really good match, a really good underdog story. A really, I, it's Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, like it's that good. I think um, I would have had, I, I I personally would have had 
two people that were better fit for title runs in AEW that I just didn't include on AEW. And I did that solely because of one character that's on AEW that I think would have a fantastic view of The Miz. And that is MJF versus The Miz at being the bigger heel. And that's why I went that route. (laughs) That actually makes me giggle because MJF tweeted a picture just earlier today um, and I'm trying to look it up because I, I don't want to uh, quote it and then not and not be correct on it. You know what I mean? Um, but MJF tweeted out this picture today and it was him holding a newspaper with a with a headline or maybe it was a magazine article. God, I gotta find it. And it was um, I can't find it. It was something along the lines of uh, uh, 10 reasons the Miz ripped off MJF. Really? I'm sure it was entirely fabricated just for him to tweet this Make photo. It up say that. But it cracked me up when I saw that. Because every, everyone likes to say that uh, MJF is ripping off the Miz. And so turning it around to, no, Miz is ripping me off. Yeah, and stuff. I like it. No, that's a good tweet. It, it makes sense to do that. Um, yeah, I get it. You know, I love Finn Balor and I'd love to see him in AEW, but there are a lot of fun things about him and Impact. Um, you know, there, there's even some, some kind of neat things that you could do with Rosemary where Rosemary only gives him the time of day on days when he comes in as the demon. Uh, and any of the other times <laughs> she pretends like she doesn't know who he is. Um, I think that would be a fun little storyline to go on there. She's like, who are you? I'm Finn Balor. I don't think I met you before. I, 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 we said the last pay-per-view, I came out with the red and black face paint. and No, no, it doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> I like that a lot. Oh. Anyways, what do you got for me? So, um, because what you did earlier was so epic, um, now we're going to move them around. Um, and we're going to take the three people that we talked about that were in um, WWE WWE branded items and move them and so we're going to take women who we feel like are championship material Uh, we're going to take Becky we're going to take Tony Storm and currently Kyrie Sane is the WWE WWE contracted so those three okay as much as having Becky in AEW would be the closest thing we could get to a Hulk Hogan moment for AEW, I think, um, because she's that big of a star and WWE doesn't have many right now that are of that level, right? I'm not going to put Becky in AEW. Um, and I might even surprise you who I put in AEW because I'm also not going to put Kyrie Sane in AEW, even though... Oh. I that, that would be surprise. so much fun. It's Tony Storm in Um I think American audiences that don't have the network really haven't seen what Tony Storm can do. And uh, putting her on AEW really gets that out there. So Tony Storm to AEW. I think there's a lot of fun uh, feuds you can play in there. Um, you know, B Priestley versus Tony Storm would be a ton of fun. I think, uh, of course, Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm. Sign me up. Put that right in my veins. Um, then we are putting, I think we're putting Becky in Impact because of the 
of the two that are left, Ring of Honor and, and Impact, Impact's got the more fleshed out women's division. Uh, but, you know, you can just think here, uh, you know, Becky versus Jordan Grace. Yes, please. Becky versus Jessica Havoc. Yes, please. Becky versus Kira Hogan. Yes, please. Becky versus Kylie Ray. Yes. Becky versus Rosemary. Becky versus Sue Young. Becky versus Taya Valkyrie. Becky versus Tennille Dashwood. Even though we probably saw that, it was before Becky was Becky and it was before Tennille was Tennille again. You oh, know? Yeah, I was going to say, it wasn't before Tennille was Tennille. It was before Tennille was respected enough to put in the right role. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but so, you know, all of those are, I think, tons of fun. So I think that's where I would go with her, which then will leave Kyrie Sane going to Ring of Honor, which I think makes sense. Ring of Honor partners with New Japan every so often. Um, so she could still have her fun and wrestle against some of the Japanese talent that she really likes to. Uh, but she could go into Ring of Honor and be an absolute star there. Her style, her look, her everything could really elevate the Ring of Honor women's division i feel so that's the way i'm going it's a fair statement that one's a tougher one though because like you know like i say there's a lot of you that wants to say becky to aew you know and it would make a ton of sense and from a business standpoint it would be hard to argue against that um but from from a fit standpoint you know i mean don't get me wrong i went through the impact wrestling roster um but you know becky versus b Priestley. yep Becky versus Big Swole. Definitely want to see that. Becky versus Britt Baker. Um, you know, Britt Baker could really use a, a name like Becky to set her up. Becky versus Hikaru Shida. Becky versus Chris Statlin. Or Becky versus Nyla Rose. These are all ones that I would love to see. Um, but I think she could lend more to Impact. So that, I think, is why I did. Tough oh, that's story. a tough one. It's a tough one. It's also getting a little bit late, so we will try to wrap this up now. We really didn't go off the rails as much as we thought we were going to. Oh, they were both uh, challenges that had to take some reasonable depth of thought. Yes. One of them to see how deep into crap you could dive without, you know, <laughs> feeling like you just had a match with New Jack. Yeah. Uh, exactly. The other because, well, it was a three stages of hell match. Yes, with New Jack. <laughs> With New Jack. So. No, there was no crap involved in the women's, women's no. uh, match. Uh, pay-per-view, sorry. There was definitely some crap in the three stages of hell with New Jack and weapons. Yes, but... But no, like you say, it was we had to we had to keep on track because we had to think of a lot of stuff. And you know, for the for the women's one, we had to keep track of who we who we'd already used. You know, because uh, because don't get me wrong, I mean, there's you know, hey, let's uh let's put the top four wrestlers on the PWI list in a match for the main event. Hey, simple, there we got it. If we would have booked backwards and booked main event first, I think it would have been a little bit easier. Um, but where's the fun in that? Absolutely. That that makes, I don't know, sense. <laughs> but so we will start to wrap this up here. I always make sure to invite you to follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabat 
DA Vincent K. Fabe. Make sure to subscribe to this on whatever podcast platform you use. Um, there's going to be a subscribe or a follow or a like or something like that that then gets you notified as soon as we post new episodes. Um, like we said earlier, our release schedule has been a little bit less than ideal right now. Um, but that does mean that there are some days that I post three or four episodes just bang, 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 bang. So you want to be notified so you can download them and binge them the next day. Um, so subscribe there. Share us with your friends and family. Let them know, hey, you want to hear some crazy stuff on wrestling? Listen to these guys. Um, review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, just like the number of aneurysms Cornette had watching Double or Nothing. <laughs> Because uh, that is never going to get old saying that. Theoretically, we've had another pay per view since we have, but I, he didn't have the he didn't have the uh, aneurysms during that because nothing was quite as crazy. Aneurysms I had watching Cody and Jake Hager yeah. not be good. No. Hey, Jake Hager, good job. You pulled a bad match out of Cody. Only so many people can do that. Yeah, you get an award. Perhaps a cat ash trophy. Potentially, that could be our big cat ass trophy. Anyways, you can also find a link to the Wix site in our pinned tweet or in the doobly-doos for this exact uh, episode there. There you can find all the ways to listen to us. Uh, You can actually listen to the show right there. You can read the blog whenever we get around to updating it again. Um, You can get the Wix app so you can... uh, text basically directly to me or DA Fabe on there or you can tweet us on Twitter if you'd rather do it that way or you can go onto Patreon and sign up and have access to our Patreon exclusive Discord server uh, where you can send us messages directly there you also can have commercial free episodes at certain levels you can vote for our classic pay-per-view reviews we got the July pay-per-view review uh, poll up right now uh, we're going to be doing monthly Ask Me Anythings. And um, like I said before, you'll have the ability at certain levels to be invited on this show to challenge us to book whatever you want us to book. So, uh, and or get merch you can, if you do the do some yep. of those levels. Yep. Some or of those you levels. can just get merch. Yep. Or if you just want to, you can go to our merch store, shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU. Uh, you can get the shirt that says link is in the doobly-doo there. Um, you will probably soon be able to get one that says cat ass trophy. Um, I'm just working on the art for the cat ass trophy. <laughs> um, and so you can go there. You can also, um, I'm more, I'm still working on the America's belly button, uh, shirt there. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah. You really got to listen to It's a one episode shirt, but it's a, it's a, it's a statement that is so strong about where we come from. Mm-hmm. that uh, legitimately deserves to be on a shirt. Yep. Or are not a cop shirt. So you can identify people that you might be a member of the WBU, but you are not a cop. Just so you know, not a cop. Not a cop. Not a cop. That way you can be undercover. Go to a wrestling event and they'd be like, are you one of those WBU? Rec- nope, nope, not a cop. Says it's not a cop. I'm not yep. a cop. I'm not a cop. I am 100% not a cop. I also am not a cop, but I play one on a podcast. Well, my best friend plays one on a podcast. I play a district attorney. Aww. Yeah, I, I, was, I was talking about JLB. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> 
But on that note, we will close the book on the Fantasy Booking Institute. We will see you soon with our reviews for SmackDown, Raw, NXT, AEW, and then our wrestling booking unit for the next week coming up. So um, it's going to be the Extreme Rules Horror Show uh, episode of WBQ, or as they keep calling it on all of the shows, uh, the Horror Show at Extreme Rules. Yeah. Dumb way to say it, but we will talk about that then. Yeah. But on that note, it's we will close the book. That title. Close the book on yeah. this. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon. Thank you.